It's the big wake-up call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and uh, time for my next guest, who is uh, an Emmy Award-winning writer. Was on staff for David Letterman for 25 years, and uh, is the star of a new documentary, Bathtubs Over Broadway, which is now streaming on Netflix, and we are going to chat with Steve Young. Good morning. Hello, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you calling in today, Steve, and uh, and I have to tell you, they sent over the the screener for the film, and you know, nine times out of ten, you watch a few minutes, you skip around to familiarize yourself with it. Here, you had me hooked from the opening credits. I'm sitting at my desk in the office watching the whole thing and uh, just completely charmed. This was great. Oh, thank you so much, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be associated with something that really does uh, entertain and surprise people. Can you briefly share with our listeners uh, what Bathtubs Over Broadway is about? I would be delighted to. I accidentally, through my work with David Letterman, discovered an entire hidden world of show business, Broadway-style musicals that were written for company conventions and sales meetings. Uh, You'd have an audience of uh, Ford tractor dealers at their convention watching a full-fledged Broadway-style musical about the triumphs and tragedies of being a Ford tractor dealer. And sometimes a souvenir record album would would be pressed, and then decades later I would find it, and there we go, we're off and running. Now, I had heard of industrial films. I think a lot of people were familiar with that, but uh, I, I think 99% of us had no idea. I mean, this the, the staging and the rehearsals and the orchestrations that all went in, and, and these were, were more often than not just like uh, one-time performances? Yeah, it appealed to me on so many levels. So much of the music was actually great, done by very talented people who were uh, on Broadway or headed to Broadway. But conceptually, that you would have a musical that would be performed maybe once for a few hundred people about selling a floor tile and the the money and care that went into it for something that was not going to be preserved oftentimes. Most of these shows, there was no souvenir record. I just thought, this is poignant and weird and beautiful. I've got to find out as much as I can. And so much of the documentary is me starting from this position of, curiosity and not really knowing what this is and then going all the way down to finding the people who worked on this stuff and becoming very connected and my life getting changed by it. And you talk with some of the uh, the brilliant songwriters who who created some of these. And it, I, I mean, I, I, I try to write songs. You try to write a song about anything, it's difficult. But given an assignment, hey, we need, you know, 11 songs about uh, appliances. That's a big task. And they just turned out these uh, these gems. Yeah, one of my uh, friends from this genre, a composer named Wilson Stone, once said, it's actually relatively easy to write a, a song about love. What's hard is writing a really good song about spark plugs. Yeah. And if you can do that, if you can write a great song about plumbing fixtures or silicone products, you're never going to be scared by any assignment again. So so many of these people just plunged way into the, the, the labyrinth of, musicals about unlikely topics and actually kind of made it work. I just found it very inspiring and hilarious. One of my favorite pieces over the year uh, with Dave was Dave's record collection. So that was fun to find out uh, that you were responsible for that. And that's what uh, what led you into this uh, collection obsession. Yeah, it really happened completely accidentally. And I was not a record collector prior to, prior to working on that piece for The Letterman Show. But I loved the unintentionally funny records that we could make jokes about but then this stuff was just another level entirely i thought how can there be a musical 
about bathroom fixtures that was performed at a plumbing fixture convention or something. I just thought, this is, this is the best comedy I've ever seen because it is real on top of every bit of hilarious. Well, and that's the difference too. And I think you mentioned it that these uh, these records, these performances are great because they're they're not intended to be funny. Yeah, I mean they're full of inside jokes about the industry or whatever. Sure. But the whole overall effect is this is uh, this is deadly serious. This is our business, and we need to be prepared to go out and sell again tomorrow, and be motivated, and be excited, and believe in it. So in that sense, yeah, it was really serious, and that's. That's the weird thing to come to it decades later and being exactly the wrong person to care about those uh, get out there and, and sell combines and harvesting equipment. I don't have to worry about that. I'm just listening to, is this actually kind of an awesome song? Yes, it is. <laughs> is it odd that as I'm following you through the story of the film and, and you wind up in, in Chicago and I see the role Chicago played in these industrial musicals, I, I, I suddenly felt a sense of pride. Yeah, I was, I was thinking we would probably want to talk about Chicago because it was a huge hub of this activity. Uh, New York was the other one, but Chicago is definitely right up there also. And I do spend a lot of time in the movie uh, in Chicago meeting some of the major players and having some uh, really exciting moments. You wouldn't think that meeting the original cast from The Bathrooms Are Coming, the American Standard musical, you wouldn't think that would be a life-changing moment, but somehow it is. That was my favorite part, and and just how we were able to, to track down these people, and uh, just seeing the the, the joy and, and the pride they had. I mean, this was a, a legitimate career. They did solid performances, and uh, and they should be. This is something they should uh, have a successful track record about. Yeah, you made great money doing this stuff, but you had to get used to the idea that the outside world was never going to know how good you were. And that's been a great thrill for me, that this movie allows these people to have their time in the spotlight. Uh, Dave Wisnant, the director, saw all these extra layers to the story, all the potential for questions about how do we make sense of what we've done with our lives and what's the value of our work. And yeah. It's more than I could have imagined when I started collecting these and there's the terrific uh, choreographed uh, song and dance number at the end. And as I'm watching this, do you think this could lead? I'm not saying there will be new industrial musicals produced for industry, but do you think some of these shows could draw, if someone produced these exact shows, do you think they could draw interest uh, and do pretty well in a, at a local theater level? I would love to see if a revival of Diesel Dazzle could actually get any traction. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, we're seeing now, in the last year or so, companies are taking a cue from this. I don't know to what extent they've been inspired by the movie, but Skittles did a one-time live musical in a, a New York City theater in February called Skittles Musical, the Broadway music, uh, Skittles Commercial, the Broadway Musical. And I got to go to that. And nice. I got the souvenir record album, so I felt very happy about that. And Olay, the skincare people, just did a, a one-shot live musical. So uh, I think this will never go away, but people are just astonished to see how big and how, how pervasive this stuff was for, for so long. And yet it was completely hidden from the and then, Steve, you got to uh, you know write a song with one of the, uh, the the brilliant songwriters involved. And had you done much songwriting in the past? Because we get to hear over the credits the ballad of uh, of Steve Young. And how many of us will ever get to have a self titled ballad in a movie? Yeah. Well, thank you for watching all the way and into the credits. Oh, I did. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I had been edging towards songwriting for a few years on the Letterman Show, getting more confident. I'd uh, gotten trained up on uh, guitar picking and found that uh, I can put together elements and i don't know if i'm uh 
going to make money off of songwriting, but I, I enjoy it and I love it, and uh, I'm continuing with that. I'm going to go to Nashville in a couple of weeks and uh, have a recording session with a bunch of my original songs. Great. Well, I just loved it. I, I wanted to hug this movie as I'm watching it. It's uh, Bathtubs Over Broadway. It's now streaming on Netflix. Uh, my guest is Steve Young. And, uh, Steve, it's a pleasure. Thank you for calling in today. Well, Ryan, what a what a pleasure for, for me to talk to you who uh, felt all the things from the movie that we hope people would. It is hilarious and bizarre and powerful and everything you want. Thank you, Steve. All right. My pleasure.